Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Are you running from the creatures from darkness? Are you running for your life, for your very soul? For these monsters desire your soul. They desire your body. They desire you. Are you running from monsters tonight? At this very hour, are monsters speaking to you? At this very hour, are monsters clawing at your very soul? Monsters are very, very real. I can't begin to tell you, my friends, how many, in particular, how many children I have spoken with through the years, who have encounters, who've had encounters with monsters. Not only children, but those with dissociative identity disorders, multiple personality disorders, those with severe, fragmented, broken hearts. Those little pieces of the hearts, many times they're very young. They've had many experiences with monsters. And then, of course, there are many of you that have had experiences with monsters. Monsters are very real. They're ancient. and They've been around for a very, very long time. You need to be aware of them, for they're seeking your child. They're seeking your grandchild. They're seeking you. Who are these monsters? How are you to escape these monsters? Well, tonight, that's what we're going to discuss as we tackle the question, are you running for monsters on tonight's edition of Deliverance? I'm Jay Barton, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. What's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times 
and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible. He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net. Great, 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 
is Michael Tate with a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canal, Peru. Terrorists burned down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered, yet the very next night, 30 of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecutors. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Are you a Jesus freak? Go online to persecution.com. This woman was a deranged 
nurse that often worked the night shift. Though she wasn't an angel, I believe a fallen angel, a monster, however, controlled her. I came upon that conclusion, my friends, after reading the end of the article when it said that her colleagues began calling her Black Angel because, quote, so many patients had died during her shift, close quote. People have monsters. Now, I'm using the term monsters and demons interchangeably because that's what demons are. They often appear as grotesque monsters. Monsters are real. Fallen angels are real. And these, this woman, this nurse, was indwelt by a monster. It's very possible if you were to sit down with this woman, she may tell you horror stories how she's been following, being stalked by monsters. That as a little child she had seen monsters. And that it was indeed that these monsters that compelled her to kill dozens of people in the hospital. I believe her fellow workers, this this Hungarian nurse encountered a monster. Not in the sense what you're probably thinking, but a, a monster within a woman. They encountered a monster every time they encountered this nurse. For demons, dark forces, have compelled her to kill dozens. No wonder why her colleagues called and re- often referred to her as the Black Angel. In Santa Barbara, California, it was recently reported that an 18-year-old university student is being held for investigation for homicide, according to the Associated Press. The wire services, a gentleman's car, recently sped down, quote, a crowded street in the university community traveling at an estimated 60 to 65 miles per hour. The vehicle sideswiped nine parked cars and struck five people walking along the street, close quote. What what made this article in particular rather strange was when it was reported that the driver shouted, I am the angel of death. That's what the driver shouted. I am the angel of death. Immediately. I knew the cause for this young person's irrational behavior. I believe a monster, a monster to enter this young young man's body, which resulted in a group of innocent people being seriously injured. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind who was driving that car that day. A murderous monster that hungered for someone to die. For someone to die. The victim. And the bystanders encountered a monster, a devil, a demon that afternoon. And they referred to him as the angel of death. Monsters are not about life, my friends. They are about death. In another city in California, it's recently reported that a demonized killer terrorized five children. Quote, who are home alone and who stabbed two of them to death with a pitchfork before he was shot and killed by sheriff's departments, close quote. No doubt citizens, my friends of this community, were shocked and horrified about the accounts of this attacker. According to the article, the, quote, attack occurred while the children's parents were out of the house. 
close quote, but it was around 8 a.m. when the oldest daughter, quote, found a naked man in the living room pulling on his pants. He had pushed the furniture against the walls to barricade them in, close quote. What followed was gruesome. After Jessica had escaped the house and returned after finding no one to help her, she found her two younger sisters being attacked by this man with a pitchfork. With a pitchfork, my friend. Did you hear what I'm saying? A pitchfork going after children. What was so sad is when Jessica, the young girl, escaped the house hoping to find someone, and she had to return because she couldn't find anyone. Now, I don't know all the details, but let me tell you something, my friends. We live in dark times. People are like zombies. They're not wanting to do anything. It reminds me of the four classes of people that that exist, four groups of people that exist if you will, in our day and age. And this is these these are groups I've I've mentioned before in this broadcast. Often historians will classify four different groups of people during the Holocaust. When when speaking of the Holocaust, the Nazi Holocaust, where an estimated six to eight million Jews perished, and many others perished. They often refer to the perpetrators, those who do evil. And they often refer to the rescuers who rescued those who were victims. That's the third group. You have the perpetrators, you have the victims, you have the rescuers. The rescuers tried to do what they can to help. But there was very few of those during the Holocaust. Yes, there was many. Uh, but in the context of what, what was truly happening there in uh, Eastern Europe at that time, millions perished. Not many intervene, where many could have intervened, my friends. And there was another group of people. They were a group of bystanders who stood by and did nothing. How many times can you think, where you've watched the news, read a newspaper article, read the news on the Internet at some news website, or on some YouTube channel where somebody was getting viciously beat up, somebody being brutalized, somebody being murdered, killed, and not a soul responded, responding to the to the to the to the beating that the person's experiencing. How many times have you seen that? I know I've seen it many, many times over the years. And it saddens me. This 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 young little Jessica had escaped the house and returned, finding no one to help her. She found her two young sisters being attacked by this monster with a pitchfork. According to the article, Anna was told by the monster, the attacker. And I'm referring to the attacker as a monster. He's a modern-day monster. He told her to get down, which resulted in her being jabbed by the pitchfork, resulting in cuts to her hands as she attempted to defend herself. This is a monster, my friends. Who would use a pitchfork on children? Anna, only 13, knew, knew who, 
who controlled this deranged attacker. She was there. She, he, she said, quote, he looked possessed, end quote. And that's what Anna is reported as saying when describing this horrifying incident. There is no doubt in my mind, my friends, that demons, monsters controlled this man. Why else would little Anna describe this man as being possessed? Anna cited a monster. Have you cited a monster? Perhaps you've seen one in time and space. Perhaps you've seen a monster within someone. What are you going to do about those monsters? Are you running away from monsters? You need help. And that help is found in King Jesus. Only in King Jesus. Only in King Jesus. For he is God in the flesh. He is God in the flesh. You know, monsters desire dark places to do their destructive deeds. They often like hiding in inner dungeons and caves and cages. They like to hide in the darkness. It's found in the inner world and in time and space. I know their desires. Now, I've visited over the years some truly spiritually dark places, such as voodoo temples in Africa, concentration camps in Europe, black magic ritual sites in Haiti. And obviously, being here in America, I've visited some eerie places in America, such as the pagan, and I'm talking about very much pagan Mardi Gras celebration in New Orleans, a true haunted house in Atlanta, Georgia, and baby-killing clinics throughout North America. Another dark place is in the hearts of those who have monsters, who have monsters. Perhaps you have a monster, and you know he's there. Isn't it time to be set free from this monster? To be set free from it. Only the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Only the power of the blood of Jesus. Will be able to help you to remove that monster. You know, Adam and Eve were the first humans to encounter a monster. They encountered the devil. They encountered the devil in what is now known as modern-day Iraq. Throughout history, humanity has been assaulted by this fallen angel, and he's often appeared as monsters. It appears in the days of Christ that the devil intensified his assaults. However, the early church has had its share of encounters with the devil and his demons. And throughout the ages, this devil and his henchmen, these demons, seek to take upon the form of monsters to attack children, little ones, babies. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've talked, spoken with people, young, young men and women throughout the world, who can remember vividly when they were in the crib even, when they were just perhaps one, two, three years old, being in the crib and seeing dark figures, seeing monsters essentially, 
And perhaps you have seen a monster and you're terrified. You've seen some black hooded being, some imp, some vampire, some goblin, some ghost, a ghoul, a poltergeist, a phantom, a witch, a devil worshiper, a monster. I believe you, my friends. Monsters are appearing to people. The Bible says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The means by which we can get these monsters away from us is submitting to God. When I, just about an hour ago, I sat down with my children in their room and I prayed with them. And we tell monsters to go in Jesus' name. And we submit ourselves to God. I offer my children to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you have grandchildren, you have little ones. If you have young children in the home, young teenagers, submit them to Jesus Christ. That's your ultimate responsibility, mother and father, is to submit them. Grandparents, submit your grandchildren to the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So your first step is submitting to God. Now, if there's, if there's open rebellion and you're not repentant, then you're, you cannot submit. So then the devil is not going to leave you. He's going to be attracted to you. Does this make sense, my friends? He's going to be attracted because of the sin in your life. You need to submit yourself to God, be in repentance, and he will free you. And perhaps you're listening to this broadcast, you've never been born again. That's the very first step, my friends. You must be born again. Jesus said, unless you are born again, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So you must be born again. Just simply cry out to Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, cleanse me, forgive me, free me from my sin. God, you love me. And my friends, he does love you. So just tell him that you need him. Say, God, I need you. You do love me, for you sent your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on a cross, to be raised on the third day so I might be free. I invite you, Lord Jesus, your shed blood to cover my sins and to free me, to give me your love, your joy, your peace, your power. I turn from wickedness. I renounce Satan in the name of Jesus. And I embrace your cross for my life. In Jesus' name, enter my heart. That's the very first step you must take. Now, the scripture says in the book of James, chapter 4, submit, well, you've submitted yourself to God. Now, resist the devil. Now, how do you resist the devil? Well, you resist him by submitting to God. And then, of course, you tell the devil you want nothing to do with him. It's all about Jesus. It's all about his love, his power, his peace, his presence. You have no interest in, in the, the enemy. Tell the devil to go. Jesus, the apostles, the early church, and the modern church throughout the ages have spoken to demons and devils and monsters, and they have told them where to go. Just like my little children, don't be fearful of these things. God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Perfect love cast away all fear. The Lord Jesus Christ in his love overcomes don't let these things instill fear in your life, in your home, and on your property with your children. Take a strong stance now. Fathers, 
Husbands, it's your ultimate responsibility for you're the spiritual leaders. Take a strong stance even now. Pray with me. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command every evil spirit, every monster to leave our children, to leave our grandchildren, to leave our home, our property, our spouse. Now, leave our family. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the blood of the cross, by the power of the resurrection, go in the name of Jesus. Tell that monster to go. Tell him to go. Don't be scared of that monster. Sure, he looks ugly. Sure, they're doing things in your home and property. Sure, they're haunting you personally. They're appearing as monsters, grotesque creatures of the night. Tell them where they need to go. Take a stand in the name of Jesus Christ. They're very scared, but they're hoping that they can get you terrorized so they can take the advantage over you. Don't be fearful of these things. God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. Power, love, and sound mind. Take authority over these things, my friends. Take authority over these things. I'm passionate about this, as you can tell. I'm very passionate. I know monsters are real, but I know the overcoming power of the Lord Jesus Christ can tell these monsters to go to the pit in the name of Jesus. Tell them to go to the pit in Jesus' name. Don't listen to monsters. Don't listen to monsters. Don't let your children be fearful of them. Take authority over these monsters. That's right. Take authority over these monsters right now. Tell them where they need to go. Tell them where they need to go. They need to go to that pit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And the scripture ends with this. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And he will flee from you. Now, sometimes you have to fight you. Sometimes you have to persevere. But he will flee from you. And that's the word that I want to leave with you tonight. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>